No, you're not imagining things. That's right. I am back, baby. This is Matt Peters, and this is LunchCast for October 12th, 2017. Speaking of bags, take care of yours. If you have a healthy bag, give it a hug somehow, or have someone hug that bag for you, because that, that is the key to life. A happy bag is a happy you. I couldn't make that rhyme, but, you know, work with me here. I'm dealing with back issues that have been persistent uh, for a couple of days now, but you're not here to talk about that. I'm doing better. I have a lot on my plate, folks. There is so much going on. It's October. It's Halloween month. Everybody wants to have a celebration. So let's talk about a few of those celebrations going down in Chicago this weekend on in the next week. There's so much. Check it out. So this Saturday at the Orphanage on Chicago's South Side is, that's right, another edition of The Glint. May the Belly Dancer is an amazing performance. She puts on a great show. I have much love for The Glint. Why? Because The Glint is the home of Cordemo, and Cordemo has done some amazing work. Um, you know, thanks to everybody involved, of course, uh, to raise money for the uh, American Cancer Society. So, I got a special place in my heart for The Glint. This show, this one is going to be based on the seven deadly sins. They're going to stick with that Halloween theme. So for you Full Metal Alchemist fans, make sure to wear your uh, Ouroboros t-shirts or show off those tattoos. But definitely come out and support. The great thing about the Glint is every performer is taken care of. Everybody on the roster, uh, from top to bottom, they get a cut. So this is supporting the arts, it's supporting the performance. This is a show that you need to be at this weekend. Speaking of shows, Nerdoween is coming up. That's on the 21st. That's a Saturday night at a mysterious location in Chicago. But trust me, it isn't a very easy to get to place. If you've been to our Nerdoween events before, you know we're not going to send you off to like, you know, Palestine or some other suburb of Chicago that escapes my mind right now because I'm on pain medication. No, we're going to keep it Chicago Central. So come on through, Nerdoween. Check out ChicagoNerds.com for more details on that. You can also get your membership, your annual membership for the Chicago Nerd Social Club. It's worth it 100%, I guarantee you. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on the board, but I do have to say I'm on the board so you don't think that I'm on the ticket. Meanwhile, a little bit closer than that, the Geek Show versus the Universe, that is the, uh, the the home of Digital Dumpster Diving, of the podcast that Dave Martin and I do. Uh, they're going to be hosting another Geek Show at Stage 773, and that's going to be on October 18th. I'm going to be there. It's going to be great. There's going to be a special live Resnacula segment, and it'll be the debut of my Halloween costume. So come through. Make sure to laugh, take lots of pictures. It's going to be a ton of fun, as it always is. And it's going to be interactive, of course. So that's what's going going on around the city. Let's talk a little bit about this giant robot fight that's happening. (laughs) So on the 17th of October, live on Twitch, there's going to be a fight between two mechs. No, not mechs. They don't have human beings inside. Now, it's going to be two robots from the U.S. and Japan fighting on Twitch. Now, this is what we do when we have the technology at a consumer level, right? Why not use it for building super fighting robots? That's going to be the next thing. We're going to have like Mega Man boss battles of one country making the bosses and the next is making the Mega Man or something like that. And it's, you know, 
2000XX and the whole world would be destroyed except for scientists and robots. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. So, check it out on Twitch. It's going to be all over social media immediately after that because they know they can't keep a cap on that. People want to see these robots fight. They're going to throw down hardcore or they're going to fall over and we're all going to laugh at it. But it's still going to be a sight to behold. So that's coming up. So, of course, with the whole back thing, I had a couple of days off. I had a couple of... Uh, couple of days to catch up on some stuff that I wouldn't normally do and I'm going to fill you in on that right after this short break um, stick around folks I did a lot surprisingly for a man that couldn't move so stay tuned we'll be back after this so that was Crash and the Boys from the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack the movie of course not the game the game has a soundtrack by Anna Monaguchi, which is a fantastic soundtrack that you should check out. The movie, also a great soundtrack, most of the songs written by Beck. So, check it out. So, as I mentioned, I had a couple of days to kind of just, uh, you know, stare at a screen, or another screen, or a book, or something like that. So, I made good use of my time. I caught up on a lot of comics that I was uh, pretty far behind on. One of which is um, Vision from 2015. It's uh, a Marvel book, of course, and it stars the uh, the Avenger Vision. It's written by Tom King. The story is very simple, but it's in, it's complex in a way uh, as it looks at humanity from an android's understanding of it. It's kind of cool because what ends up happening, just the, the main thrust of the story is, is that suddenly it's not just Vision. It's the Visions. It's a Vision family. Um, he has a wife, he has two kids, they eventually get a dog, and you're, you're wondering, okay, he's an android, we've seen this happen before um, in the comics to a, uh, an extreme detriment between Vision and Scarlet Witch, I'll, I'll leave that to you guys to look up if you, if you like, I don't know spoilers here, but Vision having a family is usually cause for concern, so when we see Vision having this happy family living in the suburb of uh, Washington, D.C., questions must be asked, and it's a, uh, a heartwarming tale, but also kind of a sad one. Twelve issues long, it's a good read for a weekend as collected uh, in two collected editions. This book is actually what made me stick around with uh, Marvel Unlimited. What I do with Marvel Unlimited, which is the, uh, the app where you can read um, older Marvel titles, uh, all the way back from, you know, the inception of Marvel to now, or at least a few months before now. Uh, every now and then what they'll do is they'll have a free weekend or a free month. So you put in a code, you get a free month, and you make sure to cancel before they have a chance to bill your credit card, right? Well, this book made me not care about them billing my, uh, my card for the extra month. I wanted to finish the story, so I let them charge me the $9.99. Uh, as I mentioned, Tom King is a great writer. Um, the book reminded me a lot of Tom Taylor's writing on Injustice and Superior Iron Man. And that's a great thing because I love those books as well. So when you get a chance, check out Vision. Um, they're doing a director's cut of it right now that I think is coming out uh, from Marvel. Um, probably with recolored pages and everything. But the artwork is glorious. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. You should check Vision out, even if you're not like a big fan of the character, because I know I wasn't really, and I'm still not, but it's an interesting tale. Check it out. Uh, the other thing that I managed to catch up on was a TV show. Uh, I'm always grasping at straws as to what to watch when I'm out sick, and I can't really get out and about. Um, I usually watch Third Rock from the Sun, 
and that's one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. Just John Lithgow is a genius, and the rest of the cast is great too. Of course, we got to see the birth of the uh, the genius uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> His name escapes me. I just always call him JGL. But yeah, it's a great show, and I went to check it out on Netflix, and it was gone. It wasn't until later on that I saw that it was on Amazon. But what I did in the meantime was I went over to Hulu. And I caught up on uh, The Good Place. Actually, no, take that back. I stuck with Netflix. The first season is on Netflix. The uh, second season, which is going on now, is um, on Hulu for your uh, viewing pleasure. So The Good Place, um, it stars Kristen Bell, Ted Danson, uh, Jamila Jamil as Tahini. It's a great series. It reminds me a lot of Pushing Daisies in a way. Uh, On the surface, the ads would make you think it's a very simplistic show about the afterlife and about what happens when you're in heaven sounds very boring sounds very touched by an angel or highway to heaven or something like that right you are incorrect because Kristen Bell um, who I haven't been sold on before now is very witty on this show so I won't say anything else about it it's worth your time it's a short season it's on NBC yeah it's a it's a Michael Shore uh, Schnur Schnur show Uh, who also does Brooklyn Nine-Nine, among other things. So check it out. Let me know what you think. Hit me up here on Anchor. Hit me up on Twitter at MightyLinkMatt. There are many ways to get in touch with me. Just make sure you do it with my permission. Okay, folks, I know it's late, but enjoy your lunch. Take care.